Stand up for your country. Our campaign, which we launched yesterday, is exploding. Hundreds of thousands of people. And remember, this is a website where this newscast originates. And we go out to the first TV and a lot of other places. But this isn't NBC or CBS or ABC. We're engaging now millions of people. It's unprecedented for a news agency on the Internet. And if you missed last night's broadcast, uh, I have posted my monologue that basically challenges you, the American citizen, to stand up for your country. It's as simple as that. No kneeling. You want to kneel, you go to church, you go to the mosque, you go to the synagogue. All right? Stand up for your country because we're in the middle of a civil war. Now, tomorrow I was going to take off for a long Fourth of July weekend, but I'm not going to do that now because we have so much momentum. And I'm going to tell you about the civil war that we're in because nobody else will. I'm going to tell you who's on which side and what is actually happening. But you know, because you're not naive and you're not dumb, if you were either of those things, you wouldn't be watching me right now. You'd be watching the match game or something like that. The Bachelor. But you want information, and we're bringing it to you. But now, I'm going to mobilize as much of the country as I can to fight the destructive forces that are in play every day. And people are literally dying on the streets. And I'm not talking about George Floyd. That was terrible. And that should never happen again. And we need to have reforms. But we're now seeing babies high school kids being gunned down in the streets because of the defund the police movement. It's as simple as that. It's a cause and effect. All right, so let's begin with the war on cops. 80,000 law enforcement agents in the United States right now. How many of them do you think are happy about the defund the police and them getting spit at and cursed at when they walk out on the job. How many do you think of the 80,000 respect the mayors in the cities that are turning their backs on the police? Bill de Blasio, Durkin in Seattle, Lightfoot in Chicago. How many of the police you think support those people? They have families. They don't get paid that much. And they get a bullet right between the eyes any day. And now they're the villains. They're the problem in this country? No, they're not. That is a big lie. The two most powerful people in the country behind the lie are Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and the Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer. They are directly responsible, those two people, for the demoralization of the American police agencies. Why? Because there is a bill in the House and a bill in the Senate to reform American policing, and it should be reformed. It should be. Okay? But the bills are different because the Pelosi bill, supported by Schumer in the Senate, wants to allow you and me and every other American all 330 million of us, to sue 
individual law enforcement officers anytime we want. It's called indemnification. Now, the Republicans say, no, nobody will become a police officer if in the line of duty they can be sued by anybody. And believe me, an industry would grow up where lawyers would sue not only police officers, but the counties and the cities, and they wouldn't charge the people who were suing at all. It's what they do in the attacks on the Catholic Church and on individuals. No, 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 we're not going to charge you anything. We'll get the settlement and we'll take 50%, 40% of the settlement. So therefore, if you're a police officer and you arrest anybody, guilty, innocent, whatever it may be, you do your job, you're going to be in court constantly. Now, who's going to defend you? Not the cities, not the county, not the state, not the feds. Your police union would have to. And that would break the police unions because they can't not charge. Those attorneys have to be paid. You see what the con is here? Now, Pelosi and Schumer know that if the federal government passes a law that individual officers can be sued, the whole policing system falls apart in, the, in America, which it is already, because you don't have mayors and senators and congresspeople backing up the police. They're throwing the police under the bus, as the cliche goes. So do you understand how insipid this is, how destructive this is to America? Because someday, the odds are you're going to need the police. Now, in Atlanta, where a police officer has been charged with murder in a confrontation which turned violent with a citizen, all right, the Atlanta police and mass, all of them, has said to the city, we're not writing any tickets. We're not writing any tickets. I don't care what they do. Speed, go through a stop sign. So the revenue that the city of Atlanta would get from those tickets, which is substantial, every city in the country, every county in the country runs on tickets, gone. Because the Atlanta cops are going to do it. Not happening. Now, I can't say with certainty if police forces are not responding to 911s. I can tell you in Seattle, you're on your own. In that city, Somebody shooting at you, somebody wants to stab you, you call 911, good luck. Durkin, Inslee, the governor of Washington State. Now, here, here's, this really, really gets me angry. So, Pelosi and Schumer are the two that are behind the anti-police movement because they have the power, all right? You can say Black Lives Matter movement and all that, it's true. But the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation, they don't have legislative power. They have the power to demonize you and call you a racist, get you fired. They have that power. They didn't have it six months ago. They got it now. But Pelosi and Schumer have legislative power. Okay? Now, the Republicans are blocking this. They're not going to vote for this to sue the cops. But in November... If the Democrats take both houses and Biden's president, 
Say goodbye to American policing. Bye. It's gone. Now, are you going to hear that on anywhere? You're going to, no, you're not going to hear it. You're going to hear, oh, uh, President Trump did, ignored uh, some Russian who wanted to give a bounty in Afghanistan. Oh, it's bull. It not matter. It's garbage. That's what you're going to hear on and on and on and on. Not this. And this directly affects you and your family. Okay, so we did a search, an exhaustive search on Chuck Schumer. Has he said one word about the New York City collapse? No, not a word. This is the senior senator of New York. New York City, in the past 28 days, 28 days, murder up 28%, burglary up 123%, grand larceny up 56%, shooting victims up 100%, shooting incidents 86%. That's all year to year 2019 for the past 28 years. Has Schumer said a blanken word? No. Not one word. Has anybody asked him about it? Vaunted New York City media? No. They won't even ask him. That's how corrupt the media is. Pelosi, you know, I know, and everyone in the country knows that San Francisco has fallen apart. It's so bad in San Francisco that you can't walk the streets without being assaulted by a drug addict or a mentally deranged person and threatened if you don't give them money. In addition, because of COVID, the city of San Francisco has moved many of these homeless people into expensive hotels, where, what a shock, they're trashing the hotels. And how are they doing that? Because the city's helping them. The city's paying for their booze and drugs. Oh, Riley, you're crazy. No city would do that. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Now, here's what I said on May 7th about this situation. Go. What San Francisco has decided to do is put these homeless people in apartments and motels and cheap hotels. You know, get them in there. But they're not going in there unless they get their booze and drugs which the city of San Francisco is buying them. So not only are homeless people getting into apartments, hotel rooms, but the city is giving them drugs and alcohol and tobacco, giving it to them. I call the city on this of San Francisco. So now they say, well, these are private funds buying this substance, not taxpayer funds. I don't believe that. And even if it's true, just to get the stuff to these addicts requires city workers and logistics, which comes out of the taxpayers. So anyway, that's the solution in San Francisco. Just keep them stoned. Get them off the street. That's the liberal wave of the future. But now we know that the city of San Francisco is using tax dollars to give the homeless people drugs and booze. No tobacco. They stopped the tobacco. Now, has Nancy Pelosi said a word 
a word about the St. Mark's Hotel on Knob Hill being trashed? No, not a sound. San Francisco, homicides up 33%. This is since May 1st. Burglary, 79%. Motor vehicle theft, 30%. Highest in the nation. Arson, 49%. Has Nancy Pelosi said a word about that? No. Why? Because they don't care. Why don't they care? Why don't they care? I'll tell you why. Because these far-left, irresponsible people believe it's not the fault of the criminal or the drug addict or the homeless person who won't work, won't get rehab, refuses. Not their fault. It's our fault white society's fault. Therefore, there shouldn't be anybody in prison, maybe a murderer, maybe a racist, but rapist, but that's it. That's it. Okay. Because poverty drives crime, which is insulting to all the honest poor people. So, you know, there are millions and millions of people who don't have a lot of assets who are honest, but no, no, no. Pelosi and Schumer, it's, not evil, no, it's poverty. So we gotta let them all out of prison because it's a racist they're in there in the first place because they're poor because they're black or Hispanic. Let them out. Well, what about the victims, Pelosi and Schumer? Oh, the victims, the people who, get, who suffer because of, well, well, oh, you know, I, uh, 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 uh. Right? Okay. So this is the mindset. We, the American people, are at fault for the criminals. It's our fault. The white supremacists did it. That's why the prisons are full. Got to let them out. Now, Black Lives Matter knows all this. The organization, not the slogan. I have to say that a million times. They know all this, all right? And they are shrewd. They have latched on to this lunacy on the part of the American left. And now they have driven it into, we're going to destroy your whole country. Capitalism, gone. Religion, gone. Tradition, gone. George Washington, deface him. Pull that statue down. Because America's evil. Now, this is my campaign. I know there are 10 times as many Americans who believe the way I do, that this is a noble country, that we stand up for our country. We don't kneel ever unless you're in church. And that's the campaign we have launched. BillOReilly.com has the stickers. We'll tell you more about that later. It's catching on everywhere. Enough with these people. And you got to vote out the Pelosi's and the Schumer's. It isn't going to happen in those precincts. I know it. But you got to speak out against them. They're tearing the country apart. And if you do what I'm doing, I'm a racist. Oh, O'Reilly's a racist. Oh, yeah. Facts, ah. He wrote the column on Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. Everything in the column's true, but he's a racist for writing it. Let's bring in my pal, Adam Carolla. 
who is on the West Coast. He's got a brand new book out called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. All right, Corolla, where am I going wrong, man? <laughs> I, uh, I agree with uh, 99% of what you said, and I sort of was listening to the monologue and thinking of it this way, because I'm from California. I grew up in L.A. I started to notice a few years ago that the government and the legislator basically broke up Los Angeles into one of two groups. There were the groups who paid their taxes and had a checking account and they became enemy number one. They had a target on their back and then there became everyone else who was here illegally or homeless or couldn't pay whatever stiff fines they levied against them and they left them alone. So they essentially declared war on people that have checking accounts and anyone who was an empty bag, they left them alone. That's why we have the homeless population and I can distill it down to one street in Los Angeles. I used to take this to get to my studio to do my podcast every day. There's one street, it's called Forest Lawn Drive. It runs along Forest Lawn, the cemetery. On one side of the street, there are a bunch of people that are here illegally without a permit, selling flowers at a cut rate prices. And by the way, undercutting the legitimate floors and businesses that are nearby. 10 bucks, you can get as many flowers as you want. That's on one side of the street. Throwing the trash on the ground, making a mess, boxes that the flowers came in, just an eyesore of a mess. On the other side of the street, there is a motorcycle cop. He sits up the driveway in the Jewish part of the cemetery. He has a radar gun because it's a long stretch of highway and people tend to speed on that stretch of highway. He then pulls over soccer moms and taxpayers and citizens who are doing nothing but taking care of their family, raising their kids, and driving seven miles an hour faster than the posted speed limit and writing them a ticket. The illegal activity that's going on on the other side of the street is neither here nor there because those people don't have checking accounts. That now is going on in full scale throughout this country. How did it get so bad? That's a question that many, many people ask me. How did it get so bad so fast? Because anyone who spoke up was quickly called a racist or xenophobic or bigoted or homophobic. And so all the people that wanted to just get along and not get clobbered on the Twitter sphere and the internet, whatever it is, all the nice people sort of wanted to kind of go, I just don't want any trouble. I know it because I sat next to Dr. Drew for many, many years, and he was a good example of a good man, a family man, a taxpayer, but he didn't really want any trouble. And so he would sort of dance around, you know, when these moments came up where people needed to speak out and say enough is enough, this is insane. Uh, many people were silenced and they were silenced because they didn't want to be labeled by the mob as being prejudiced or homophobic or xenophobic, any, any, anything. They didn't want it. So they did. So all the moderate sort of in between people that knew it was wrong, just sort of looked the other way and kept walking. Now, a few of us guys like me and guys like you, we spoke our minds and you pay the, you pay the consequences for speaking 
for speaking your mind in the society. So a lot of good people who knew the difference between right and wrong remained silent, not because they were bad people, because they were cowards. They're scared. That's the number one quality that people possess. There's another element to that. I agree with you that a lot of people are just frightened. And that's why I've launched this campaign because, and I want you on your podcast to get involved with this campaign, Corolla. It, all it says is stand up for your country. That's it. No politics right. involved, no party, no liberal um, conservative, nothing like that. And if you can't say in America, stand up for your country, if you're afraid to say that, you need to move to Costa Rica, all right? So I'm starting this campaign, I, and already we have millions of people engaged in it. And after your podcast, we'll have 10 million, Corolla. You gotta get on board here. Hmm. But the media, which should be challenging the destruction we are seeing in Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York City, it should be saying, what the deuce is going on? How can you say defund the police when your murder rate's up 100%. How can you possibly do that? The media doesn't do any of that. Any of it. They're on the side of the Marxists, of the anarchists, of the Antifas. They say they're not, but they don't investigate. They don't do anything. And God help you if you're opposed, as you just said, that media come crushing down on you. And that is why this has accelerated my opinion so quickly. Well, there's a few components here. One is, I think the media has bought the narrative that Trump is Hitlerian and is going to destroy the country, perhaps the world. So once that's your sort of baseline, your jumping off point, then really anything you do to get rid of the next Hitler it's all fair in love and war. So there's it's okay. Yeah, right, there's, there's right. that. So morally, you can say what you want. You can lie. You can tilt the story. You can do whatever you want because it's in service of the, the greater good, which is getting rid of, you know, Hitler's younger brother. Absolutely. So that's. But it was before Trump. This happened in the Obama administration. All right. You know, the Obama administration for eight years. Did the Obama administration improve race relations, Corolla? In eight no. years? Well, did it? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened, in my opinion, with the Obama administration. When we elected our first black president, and keep in mind, you and me, our whole life, that was the benchmark for this country having great race relations. I mean, that was, that was the finish line. If we could elect a black president, imagine what a utopia in terms of race this country would be in. And, and for many years, that was sort of the term we use, like once we get to the point where we have our black pre first black president, then we've arrived and our troubles are over from a racial standpoint. So we did. We elected him and then we elected him for a second term. So what happened? Well, all the race hustlers out there, all the Al Sharptons and Jesse Jacksons and then the news that f that foment these stories, they had to up their game. Because we were staring at a two term black president and yet they make all their money crying racism all the time. So they went into overdrive. They stepped up their game big time. You notice it stepped up. It wasn't, you know, you can say, well, what did Obama do to quell this? Or what did he do to help race relations? He didn't do anything. Everyone else 
stepped up their game because they had to, because how could we live in a racist nation when we elect a black president for two terms? Right. And then they had to find the villain. And the villain is the cop. They found right. the cop. And that's well, what happened. But I want to get into one cop, more thing before the cop I let represents you go. The, the cop represents the man, and they don't like yeah, the patriarchy. The cop represents the white supremacist power, okay? And they, they launched off that. Now, your buddy, Jimmy Kimmel, and one of the reasons I like Corolla is because Corolla is a loyal guy, all right? And he's friends with Jimmy Kimmel. And Kimmel is getting killed because in the past, Kimmel did blackface skits, made fun of uh, black basketball players, that kind of thing. Now Kimmel is a pariah because he's caught up in this unbelievable McCarthyistic wave in Hollywood where everybody's going to get cleansed. But it's ironic. And I like Kimmel. The, the few times I've spoken with him, we've had a pretty good rapport. But he went so far anti-Trump that now he's got his left-wing buddies hating him, and the right-wing doesn't like him either, and Kimmel's out there by himself. Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, you know, if out there by yourself means, you know, rich and you, living Corolla. in a mansion, I, I don't know. <laughs> there are many people we should be concerned for in this country and abroad more than Jimmy Kimmel. He's the most I agree. He, he's the most decent man I've ever met in my life. Everyone who meets him knows who he is. He has a very generous heart and he's a great person. He was doing comedy. He wasn't doing blackface. He was doing Carl Malone and Oprah and Snoop Dogg. That's what comedians do, at least gifted ones. I'm not good enough. Thank God I wasn't good enough to do impersonations back then. Otherwise, there'd be a bunch of footage of me doing the same thing. So Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, these guys are they're not part of the problem. That's the whole thing. There are many. You start no. this with your opening monologue. There are many people that are part of the problem. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, not part of the problem. Move on, idiots. Okay, I agree with that, but uh, Colbert is part of the problem. And that's why the other two reacted that way. Because Colbert was nowhere in the ratings, no one watching him, until he became a far-left fanatic. And they felt they had to follow. So I want everybody to pick up Corolla's book, I'm Your Emotional Support Animal. It's a very sensitive title. Navigating our all-woke, no-joke culture. All right, Corolla, we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. Get on that. Stand up for your country. Get on that campaign for us out on the West Coast, okay? Thanks, Bill. All right, New York City, as I told you, um, they're cutting a billion dollars from police budget. That's uh, more than about 25%. And crime will go crazy in New York. Hundreds of people will die. Now, this morning, the protesters stormed City Hall where the communist mayor works. Go. <laughs> All right, so you can see the police are on the defensive. They've been ordered not to do anything. They can be insulted, spit upon, all of that. And that's de Blasio and Cuomo. 
Now, why any citizen of New York would vote for either of those men is way beyond me, but they will. Uh, Seattle. Since June 20th, there have been four shootings in the anarchist zone. They brought in the bulldozers and they arrested 13 of the occupiers. Um, and Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle, is responsible for the deaths and shootings in the zone. Okay? This is it. This is Seattle. That city is destroyed forever. No business is going to move to Seattle. People are going to flood out of there just like they're flooding out of New York City. New York City is going to lose a million people. And therefore, they're not going to be able to pay um, their bills. The whole state of New York is going to collapse financially because the affluent people are going enough. That's what's going to happen. Pew study. Pew is all right. Um, they take their time. They're methodical. They surveyed. 4,708 Americans online and telephone. All right. They asked, in thinking about the state of America these days, you feel 71% angry, 66% fearful, 46% hopeful, 17% proud. So an incumbent president facing 71% of the population angry and 66 fearful, it is almost impossible to be reelected. However, with the Civil War underway, if Donald Trump becomes the commander of the traditional side, he could win. If he doesn't, he will lose. That's it. Biden says he's not going to hold any rallies. Of course he's not. Why would he hold a rally? The Trump rally was a debacle. People aren't going to come out in the age of COVID. All right. Now, Biden um, has not held a press conference in 89 days. And he was asked one tough question yesterday. Go. I'm 65. I don't have word recollection that I used to have. I forget my train of thought from time to time. You got 12 years on me, sir. Are, have you been tested for some degree of cognitive decline? I've been tested and I'm constantly tested. Look. All, you, all I got to do is watch me, and I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive capability to the cognitive capability of the man I'm running against. All right. I can't wait to see that as well. Uh, Biden, 77, Trump, 74. But in reality, Joe Biden is not a factor in this election. Doesn't that sound crazy? But it's absolutely true. It's Donald Trump running against Donald Trump. It's either a I hate Trump vote or I love Trump vote. Do you know anybody who goes, I got to get that Joe Biden in the Oval Office. He's the greatest leader. I, we have to have him. You know anybody. I know a lot of liberals and Democrats, and there's no one, no one who's jumping up and down because Joe Biden's running for president. No one. But it was either him or the outright socialists. And the Democratic Party said, no, no. If Bernie Sanders and Warren and the others had run after the George Floyd killing, they would have gotten a nomination. Think about it. 
Anyway, Biden is really not a factor in this because he's just there. And if he's elected, he will not be running the country. Trump, Afghanistan. This is so frustrating for me. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the president was debriefed on uh, Russian intel people offering bounties to kill Americans in Afghanistan. I don't know. But as the Wall Street Journal points out today, doesn't sound like a legit story. I don't think the Taliban had any trouble killing Americans for the glory of Allah. Why would they need cash to do that? They've been fighting us there for 20 years. Why would they need cash? For what? Now, maybe it happened. But do I believe the New York Times on anonymous sources? Of course not. Any sane person. Why would any sane person believe the New York Times? They had every single thing about the Russian collusion ruse wrong. Everything is what the president's spokeswoman said. The CIA director, NSA, National Security Advisor, and the chief of staff can all confirm that neither the president nor the vice president were briefed on the alleged Russian bounty intelligence. Okay, they outright deny it. The CIA backs them up. Pentagon backs them up. I don't know. Do I care? No. All right, New York City. So the idiot mayor de Blasio is a communist. Comes out today, we're going to cut a billion dollars off the uh, police budget. Good. All right. In one 24-hour period this weekend, 85 people shot in New York City. And this idiot comes out within 24 hours. We're going to cut a billion out of the ground. Hey, 85 people got shot. The worst violence since 1996 in New York. And 96 was a crack epidemic. This de Blasio, I don't know how he gets up in the morning. I, don't, I, I, I really don't. It's ridiculous. And where's Cuomo? You know what Cuomo did? He signed the law that lets everybody out of jail after they're arrested. Yeah, we're not holding them. So a friend of mine in Queens uh, has a car in the driveway. Guys come in a van, take all four tires. Then they go down a block and do the same thing to eight cars, and they sell the tires. Cameras captured the license plate. They got the guys, and the guys have been doing this for months. So thousands of tires they sold. How much time he spent? They got arrested and they resisted arrest. They got booked, out, no bail. That's anarchy. That's anarchy, all right? Cuomo signed it. Okay. Now, 30%, I'm sorry, 300 uniformed NYPD officers have quit in June. 300. Do the math. All right, that's almost 4,000 that are going to quit in the next year. Why would you want to be a cop in New York? There was a shooting in Harlem. The police responded, a block party. All right, there we go. And they started throwing stuff at the police. Police didn't do anything, no arrests. They threw rocks, bottles, bricks, everything at the cops and the cop cars. And there they go, the cop cars retreat. They were told to retreat. 
Look at him. Not one arrest. New York City. Don't come here. Don't come here. If you come here, you could get hurt uh, badly. And no one will help you. No one. Because the police can't help you. They've been ordered not to help you. You're going to pull back. De Blasio, Cuomo. Democrats, right? Aren't they Democrats? Think so. Don't want to make this political, but I think it's every place that's in chaos, the Democrats running it. Every place. Joe, Joe Biden, hello. Knock on the door. Joe, what do you think of New York? Chicago, 65 shot. 17 dead, including 20-month-old baby, Gaston, 10-year-old, Lena. Unbelievable. Every weekend. Every single weekend. Roll the tape. If you're not mad, if you're not outraged, if you're not heartbroken broken about this, then what will you be heartbroken about? And do you have a heart? This is the first time I held a mother and a father at the same time as they grieved over their child. It's all bad. There's a term, it's all bad. Well, this is, it's all bad. Okay, pastor, get the people in the streets. Get the people in the streets, thousands. That's the only way it's not gonna be bad every weekend because the Democrats who run Chicago and Illinois aren't gonna help you. That's racism, Pastor. They're not gonna help you. It's been going on for a decade. I'm gonna send the powers, uh, the, the pastor, stand up for your country. Maybe he'll mobilize something down in Chicago. Seattle. Whole, whole town's been taken over by loons because Durkin, the mayor, and Inslee, the governor, are cowards. Another, another shooting. Here we go. Two people shot um, June 29th this morning. Two shot. That's a four shooting in nine days in the chop zone. One man killed this morning. Hey, cops can't go in. They're not allowed to go in. Seattle police can't go in. Because the mayor and governor won't let them. And <laughs> people being gunned down. Statues. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Federal crime, you destroy a statue on federal property. Not state, not local. So there are states, Oregon, Washington state, not sure about California yet. Not sure. I want to be fair. Okay? Washington, D.C., not a state, run by the left. Okay? They're just cutting the statues. All, they don't care. Okay, what it is. Unipero Sarah, a saint who actually tried to help the indigenous people. All right? That, gone. Now, Germany, 1930s. Soviet Union, 1930s. China, 1940s, same thing, mobs tearing down a history of those countries, mobs, Nazi mobs, communist mobs, same thing, no difference, no difference. So um, there were four arrests, have been four arrests made, 
20-year-old Connor Matthew Judd, all right? Then uh, the other three are on the run. Lee Michael Cantrell, 47. Ryan Lane, 37. Graham Lloyd, 37. Lane is from Maryland. Lloyd is from Maine. Cantrell from Virginia. Okay? We don't know much else. I am investigating who these guys are. The one they have, Judd, is from Washington, D.C. Now, they're going to be charged with felonies. And will they do any time? I don't know. They're in trouble. I don't know whether to do time. Now, remember, there's cameras everywhere now. Now, they see, they know who's doing it. It's up to the federal government to prosecute. If Trump's reelected, they'll be prosecuted. If Biden comes in, they won't be. Now, you know that for sure. Biden will never in a million years do that. Again, Biden is not going to stand up to the far left. He's not. Um, there is no logic. There's no logic. And, and this is important that you know this. So I get a lot of mail. Why, 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 why? And I'm just telling you that historically, none of this makes any sense. I just gave you the Mercedes thing, okay? How many Americans drive Mercedes automobiles? Mercedes was awful. <laughs> I mean, they, they aided the worst human rights violator of all time. But it's not the same Mercedes crew now. You know, so it's like, okay, we had slavery. Washington participated. Jefferson participated. All right, they, they did. But the totality of their lives meant that we all have freedom now. So you don't destroy them, besmirch them, because the people who are doing that are, are worse, in my opinion, because they are free, peace, free speech suppressors. These Marxists, they're totalitarians. Did you get that? The people who are tearing everything down. These are fascists. These are, these are people who don't believe in any freedom, but their freedom. And you think that this hasn't set back civil rights? Again, I believe most African-Americans... And they're under tremendous peer pressure to side with the, with the people who want to destroy. But most don't. They don't. You heard Herschel Walker here last week. Most people believe what Herschel believes. All right, final thought. Fourth of July weekend. I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to relax. I'm going to jump in the ocean in the pool. I'm not going to get angry. Not going to get angry. Instead, I'm going to give money to the independencefund.org to help the wounded vets. I already gave money a couple of weeks ago to the big brothers and sisters on Long Island. Make a donation on the 4th of July to your favorite charity to help the country. I know you're angry. I know you're teed off. Control it. Do something positive. Be a patriot. We need patriots. Happy 4th of July. Stay with us on BillOReilly.com. We'll be checking in all weekend. See you soon.